attorneys Lerner and Rowe. In Iraq and need a check? Make one call. That's all. 602-977-1900. And always at LernerAndRowe.com. Now here's Mike Morocco, Dan Minucci, and Sean Crespin. One o'clock on a Monday. Hope you had a great weekend. We appreciate you hanging out. We'll be with you for the next three hours. Rock, Manuch, Crespin from the iHeartRadio studios in downtown Phoenix. As uh, we are busy, it's Waste Management Week. It's Super Bowl Week. So we have a lot to get into throughout the next five days. Specifically when it comes to the big game on Sunday, we'll be out at Casino Arizona and Talking Stick Resort. So we'll get into that, let you know how you can join us for the big game on Sunday as we'll be opening our doors 2 o'clock at both locations. But as we lead up to Sunday, we are giving you a chance to predict the score of the game and who's going to win. And if you get it right, we're going to hook you up with a $300 Mastro's gift card courtesy of Legacy Sports Park, which is coming to Mesa in 2022. So when you hear the sound, it'll be the fifth caller at 602-260-9191, and we'll get it going. Crespin, how you doing? Uh, feeling good, actually. Had a pretty good weekend. Went up north, saw the, uh, saw the, the snow. family in Payson, hung out in the snow, took the dogs. One thing, that, one thing Crespin is very good at doing mm-hmm. is... If it's an off day and he's not working, yeah, he's not working. He's not. I reached out and said, hey, I need your help on that. He goes, uh, can we talk tomorrow? <laughs> Good for and you. I respected it completely. Good but for you. It's, I, don't, I don't work that way. I just, cause, and I, I was, wish I did. I'd yeah. probably have less gray. I'd probably be 10 pounds thinner. But uh, I'm so just So I like, get like one a month tops. Like day off. Yeah, it was a Sunday. Like yeah. an actual so day. Like one. Like even on Sundays. Like this is this is basically the first t- day off I've had in a month. So I'm halfway up to Payson. You know, on the windy roads and rocks texting me. Hey, we got to talk about something. I got something for you. I'm no, like, I, okay. And I, I, I had did. I had a business opportunity he does. for him. Yeah. Oh. I had a, like a slam dunk home run Showtime trivia live at a new, new place Wicked, but. Yeah, no, he lost out. No, that's I, all I respect right. It was you, a good Crespin. day with the dogs in the snow. So you know, a trade off. You know, was there a lot of snow opportunity in cost? Still a lot. Yeah, about five minutes out of Payson, there's basically nothing. And I had texted my brother who lives up there and I said, hey, we're thinking about bringing the dogs up. What do you guys got? He goes, oh, we're good. You get you plenty. <laughs> so we're five minutes out. I look at Lindsay and I said, the hell's the snow is SOB's talking about? But as soon as you get up over the last hill before Payson, boom, there it is. Probably is still six inches to a foot, depending on where you're at. I love Payson, It was awesome. Man. If, yeah. if I... If I ever uh, hit the lottery and I can buy a house or cabin, I want to live up there. You know, a lot of people want to live in Munns Park, which is beautiful, Flagstaff, beautiful, but it's such an easier ride going up the pace. Hour and 15 from my house, and I'm way out east, yeah. It's so quick, Mm -hmm. so... Minuch, I'm sure you did well. Uh, it was anyway, a great, into, great uh, weekend. Uh, I digress by training quarterbacks all weekend. That's my that's Your my weekend's the same. It you is. have the same routine every day. I've I really known you do. for 16 years. And I know if I'm going to drive by Cactus Park at 9 o'clock on a Sunday, which I typically do, there you are. Yeah. I beep. You got your silly little hat on. Yes. And, I mean, I know where you're going to be. If yep. I need to find you, <laughs> I'm going to find you. You know what's funny but, is after that, if I drive by the park by my house, his ass is out there too. Every weekend, double weed. Yeah. Yep. yeah, I get the morning. You get the afternoon. Yeah, yeah. Well, and Christmas actually stopped in before Rob. We, we're waiting for you to ro- stop and grace us with your presence. Threw the ball around. With I can, them. I can, Spin it with us a little know, bit. Honestly, the little last football. Yeah, I'll bring a nerf. Yeah. This past weekend, I honestly was going to do that. <laughs> you should have. But it was like forty. I'm like, I'm not getting out. Going outside. It was chilly out there. I literally, I swear to God, I literally was going to stop and I'm like, I want to really see what he does. I said he's been my radio partner for 16 years. He's been training these kids. They're sure. all playing D1. You 
got a guy now with the Rams. I said, <laughs> I, what does he do? What's the magic? What's the what's the hey, what's the Christ secret me. sauce? I'll, I'll put him to the paces I put you through that one time. Oh, I'm not. not no, no, you no. Know, I'm, I'm just there to just supervise. I'm not getting in any drills or anything. Yeah, like we'd love to have you. I've thrown it with you a couple times now. I came out to the park sure and then we were at Luke's gym, right? Wherever we yes, were that time. Luke's yep. and out and there at Tumbleweed yeah. and, and so, uh, Rockweed. I've they, gone through it. They want to see Uncle Rock stop in one of these days. You yeah, Uncle those Rock, they, if you're telling your friends and your, your, your students <laughs> that you're calling me Uncle Rock, that's embarrassing. How about your radio partner, Rock? Is that is that Rock? Again, Rock. That, that's Rock tooting as he goes by in that yeah, SUV. Yeah, Love for you to stoot by. <laughs> yeah, I'm not tooting, Manish. That's not what I do. Uh, blowing the horn. Well, like same that. thing. I'm not blowing the horn either. Uh, how about you there, uh, Alex? You had a big, you know, an interesting weekend. Uh, I can't really talk about much of what I did over the weekend on air, but it was Royal remember? Rumble weekend. It was we a had what? A Royal Rumble weekend. Okay, elaborate. And it's, it's WWE. They do this thing. Thirty guys go out. They throw each other on the top rope. Oh, Winner right. gets the main event at WrestleMania. And then, but Who we won. We created a drinking game. This this forty nine year old guy named Edge. Edge. Yeah. Nice. What was his background? Was he always a uh, uh, you know a fake wrestler? Yeah, pretty much. He he <laughs> he's been around, and then he got. A wrestler, Rocky. He, he, he wrestler. was around, then he got a really bad. Don't go there. I, no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, Edge, Edge, has, Edge has been around for. Been, I thought, I thought you'd just be consumed on what's going on in your, uh, in your, your state of Michigan. That's all. I thought that would. Well, be Well, yeah, your... that happened, and then I had to like come to grips with pretty much what happened over the weekend with Matt Stafford. Is it was a, div- I felt like it was a divorce. But then I found out I didn't have to pay anything and I actually get to keep some of the wife's money. So I'm like, okay, I, this is this doesn't hurt that bad. That works. All right. Let's get into what's trending right now here at 107 on a Monday. What's trending now on Rock and Manooch with Crespin. Let's start with the Phoenix Suns. They're still in Dallas. They got a rematch tonight against the Mavs. Uh, they're on a current three-game road trip. They won over the on uh, Saturday night, 111 to 105. They're now 10 and 8 on the season. Not bad for the Suns. When it comes to the Coyotes, well, they're heading they, they're heading out on a six-game road trip. They'll start tomorrow in St. Louis. St. Louis, a very good, very good hockey team. Uh, after two in St. Louis, they'll make stops in Minnesota, Colorado for two each, and then they'll come home. So they're three, four, and one. And it's early on in this season, and for the Yotes, if they can split this road trip, it's a success. Love to see it. Because these are the three teams, that, along with Vegas, that they're looking up at. Yeah, and I think when you when you I talked to Talk and talked to Christian Fisher last week, if they can stay in a town for a, a couple days at a time and take teams on every other day and stay there, they really don't look at it considered a road game. They're there, they're relaxing, go back to the hotel. I think that helps immensely if you're not having to travel, get somewhere at 3, 4 in the morning, maybe go get a, a huge power nap for three or four hours and have to get up and play the next night. I think this can speak volumes not only for the for the Oats, but for a lot of a lot of the NHL guys, and then for the Suns. Nice to see the Suns close out a deal. Yeah, listen, close out a game, two in a row. Since Monty Williams called them out following the Oklahoma City Thunder collapse late in that basketball game, back to back games now against the Golden State Warriors, and then the first opening game of this uh, the back to back against the Dallas Mavericks. They've they've done just that. I mean, you can look late in the basketball game. Chris Paul gets a technical foul. And it gives, uh, obviously, the technical free throw over to the Dallas Mavericks. When they knock it down, it's 94-92. Suns are trailing. But on the on the next possession, Chris Paul knocks down a three-pointer. Uh, the Suns, at that point, go on a, a what's it, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 13-2 run. They go from down 4 to uh, up 9 at one point. I mean, it was closing out a basketball game at its finest. And listen, that's why you brought in Chris Paul, right? 
Coach has an issue. Coach calls you out. Since then, Chris Paul's been money, been nails, uh, without Devin Booker, no Sarich and so forth. But closing out basketball games was a problem. Coach calls you out back-to-back nights, led by Chris Paul. You do just that. So, uh, good win by the Phoenix Suns. They got another one with the Mavericks again coming up tonight. You got the uh, the Pelicans to round out the road trip, and then you're home for seven. So you got a nice schedule break there coming up where you might be able to make some way. But hopefully Devin Booker's able to get back soon, but that was a nice win for the Suns. Staying with Hoops, Sun Devils, I did not see them beating Stanford. There was no way well, in hell I thought that was going to happen. Stanford Especially was after they just went down to Tucson and took care of a pretty good Arizona team. Yeah. I got to give him credit. I know you, you watched it. You were there. I was there. That was, uh, I, I thought, quite impressive. It was, you know, it was it was the most complete basketball game for the Sun Devils on both sides. The officiating, as I'll just let Kyle Dodd, if he joins us anytime <laughs> soon, uh, elaborate on that. Or you can just check his Twitter page and see how that went. But you can see it for yourself if you look at the box score. 34 attempted free throws for Stanford to 17 for the Devils. I mean, it was... It was out of control for a little while, but to Stanford's credit, they knocked down 31 of those 34. There was an eight-and-a-half-minute stretch, guys, where Stanford didn't have an offensive field goal, but they closed the gap because of the amount of free throws and the 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 the, uh, the amount of times they were getting to the free throw strike. So it was, it was a frustrating game because the Devils outplayed them significantly. Their guards could not handle Arizona State and the pressure they brought from the start of the game defensively. It was it, ASU dominated on both sides of the ball, but it was a close game mainly because of that free throw stripe. So it was it was a frustrating game to watch, but at least the Devils got a win. You take it, you move on. I, I think into that, Sean, is a, a, a team is starting to grow up and be more mature that they can withstand that frustration and win that game. I mean, you can get frustrated. A lot of young guys can get frustrated and um, you see it, your coach gets frustrated. They feed off that. They just kept their poise. I mean, they kept their poise. just kept coming and coming. I think that's, that's a sign of growth right there that, okay, Obviously, they're going to the line. Obviously, these officials, for whatever reason, and you just keep your poise and continue to play. The biggest stars in the PGA, or on the PGA, I should say, are in town as the Waste Management Phoenix Open set to start on Thursday. Pro-Am on Wednesday. We'll catch up with the tournament director, uh, Scott Jenkins. He'll be joining us in hour number two, so we'll look forward to that. we got Craig Philly coming up in 15 minutes, but... The NFL's off-season drama is in full swing even before the Super Bowl kicks off on Sunday. We'll dive into the big trade over the weekend. It's Rock and Manucci Crespin right here on Fox Sports 910 on FM at 99.9 HD2. It's the most anticipated matchup of the year, and now the big game can mean big money for you. Check out Fox Sports or the CAZ Sports Bar inside Casino Arizona and win your share of cash. That's Super Sunday with Fox Sports 910. Hey, our State 48 Roofing, it's your call question of the day, which can be found on our Twitter page, at Rock Minuch. Of course, State 48 Roofing, home with hashtag sexy roof status. Get a free quote today with all this rain. You should check them out. State48roofing.com. Does Matthew Satford make the Rams a Super Bowl contender? Yes or no? Again, is, is Stafford a uh, game changer? Game changer for mm-hmm. us for the Rams as a Super Bowl contender, yes or no. If you missed it uh, over the weekend, there is a big trade. Uh, I would say a substantial trade as the Lions <laughs> are uh, in, entering a new era as they have let him go, Stafford. But in return, they did all right. They got two first-round draft picks and a third-round 
rounder from Los Angeles, and a guy by the name of Jared Goff, who was a first-round pick, who uh, not a bad quarterback. He's only 26 years old. However, four years remaining on that contract, that is a big part of this. But if you kind of make the, you break this down, the winners, the losers, we can discuss that. Uh, and uh, if you'd like to chime in, 602-260-9191, 602-260-9191. So in terms of the, uh, the sexy roof status, State 48 roofing, it's your call question of the day. Uh, it's 50-50 right now on whether or not Matt Stafford makes the Rams a Super Bowl contender. I got, I got news for you guys last year. The Rams were a Super Bowl contender without sure, Matt Stafford. I know. That's why I, that's why I, I changed the question when I, when I originally kind of was doing the lineup early this morning, because I had put, I had just put, does, does Matthew Stafford make Los Angeles a better team because I always thought they were a good team. Yeah, yeah. the he, number one defense in the league. I, I, Thank think, you. Yes. I think your point. I think with the yeah with the number one defense, it gives them better odds with him as the as the as a quarterback for them. I think that you look at last year. If you're just joining us, by the way, I'm sorry, Manuch. If you're just joining us, Manuch likes to write these questions, and we like to just tear them apart. <laughs> well, I went around yeah. late at night and <laughs> wait food, until food it, comes it's, on. Hey, yeah. hey, it's food for thought, and you guys can beat it up, chew it up as much as you want. But I, I look at this, and I think that he makes him a, a much better contender with that defense. You have a, a quarterback that is a, a proven quarterback, a guy that has been playing, having very productive yardage uh, with a very bad team. Guy's been having to chase leads all the time. When you look at his average, and 273 yards per per game as the Lions quarterback. I think they're much improved with him as a quarterback, but they also have the same defense. And I think that they'll have a a better chance of getting back to the Super Bowl with so, Matthew Stafford. So what you're saying is the Rams are a much better team with Stafford. I do. I believe that. Well, yeah, you know where it is. I do. Yeah, you know where it is. And Matt, Matthew Stafford, I believe, has a better arm. Um, you know, he's he's more he's a better passer overall than Jared Goff. But the biggest difference is going to hurt. It's going to be very yeah. Well, so did Jared Goff. Well, Goff yeah, a bad. Well, I, I think Stafford's a good man. He's an Iron he Man. Is. Everybody's looking at that old NFL films footage that they re-ran out there over the course of the weekend of him in his rookie year, where he separates his shoulder and still comes back in and throws a touchdown. But the uh, the biggest issue is going to be the turnovers. The drop in the turnovers is going to be the biggest Absolutely. issue. Absolutely. I mean, you go from week ten. Through week fifteen, and Jared Goff threw uh, three, four, five, six, seven interceptions from week ten on. He fumbled the ball four times as well. That was the biggest issue. And listen, Sean McVay is always Mister Positive, right? Like you knew the writing was on the wall for this. Sean McVay's always been Mister Positive. Late in the football year, he started to publicly criticize Jared Goff. That was and, when and the, that's the when red the writing was on up. the wall. Mm, exactly. And let's not forget that he didn't draft Jared Goff. Mind you, he did give him the extension after they went to the Super Bowl and so forth. But he didn't draft Jerry. Yeah, he was married to this, you know, to to the to the draft pick. So if he's not able to run the offense, the type of offense that Sean McVay is looking for, find somebody that's going to now finally have an offense. That if he's there for three, four years, he's going to have the same offense. If you figure all the changes in Detroit all the time, he's going to have a running game, which you never. You talking about Matt Stafford? Yeah, yes. in L.A. I yeah. mean, this is he's the winner. He's truly the oh, winner. Oh, absolutely. This is Jared Goff, poor guy. Well, this, he's the loser having to go to Detroit. This is, this is for Matthew Stafford. This is a perfect situation. He doesn't have to absolutely. win. He doesn't have to win with his arm if they get that running game you're talking about. Now he's only averaged only ten interceptions as much as he's thrown over the last several years. Would average twenty touchdown passes, only ten interceptions for a guy that throws as much as he has to keep those numbers down that's why i think this is it's a great move for this la rams team it's a great move to have a guy that'll be productive week in and week out and not have to guess 
Which and you're going to get that the Sean McVay time seemed like he was guessing. He's boys with Sean McVay. I don't know if you guys heard, they're both in Cabo right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jared Goff and his wife, McVay and his fiance, had dinner right afterwards to celebrate the trade. You mean Stafford? Uh, Stafford, sorry. Yeah. yeah, Stafford. So they're boys, and, and uh, yeah, so it works out for well, everybody. Well, I think, I think you, it would do who this doesn't work out to, for is Deshaun, uh, Deshaun Watson. How? I just think that I don't think any team's going to be able to, to give that much to Houston for Houston to unload him. Miami. Maybe, you know, I mean, but, I mean, you figure there he gave away a couple first-round picks, you know, a third-round pick. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I know there's the dumping of the contract and all that that can happen, but I, I still look at I think I think the Texans will do anything they can to kind of bump or pump this up, pump up Watson, well, sure, there's a, and I don't know if it's going to happen. I don't not. think anybody's going to. No, I mean, it's going to happen, and, 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 and it's Miami. He, it's a team that he's talked about wanting. Miami has the three, which is Houston's own pick, by the way. They can go, uh-huh. here's your own capital back. They also have the 18, so you could give them the first, the, the three and the 18 in this year's first round. You can give that. You can also send two of that way. All of a sudden, Houston, you've got a quarterback you think has potential to be a starting quarterback. Do you? They uh, may not feel that, that they, same they, way. They're they general might. manager. Well, there's scouting. still a question mark with I mean, Tua. There's, there's definitely still question had, marks He's still there. injured. You know, he's, yeah. But either way, you get a quarterback. Yeah, you, get, on, you get a quarterback. It's more than that, though, Sean. I think they're going to have to. I think it's. I think they're going to say I need four first round picks. Well, it is more than that, but it's not going to be four first round picks. Nobody in the in 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 the NFL is worth more than what the Herschel Walker type deal. <laughs> Herschel Walker, well, Ricky right, Williams, even you know that that's the the great train heist that nobody right, will right. ever let happen again. So, well, we just saw one last year with with what happened with the Cardinals in Houston and, and getting DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah, but it wasn't can make that. It wasn't four first round picks. You know but what it mean? was. It's going to be, I think, close. if you're Miami and you give the three and the 18 plus to a, a third next year, you add other, you know, other pieces in. I don't see it in, happening. you got to get more than that. Because if, well, what do you do? If you're Houston and you need to move them, that's the best it's going to get. Do you? I don't think you do. I've, 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 I, 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 well, on Friday, told you guys yeah, the same thing. I'm old school. I, w- I would rather say, hey, you're going you're to you're sit on the bench but, until I, unless I get what I want. Okay, yeah, yeah. but if you're the Texans, you can look at the fact that you had a career year out of Deshaun Watson last year, and you won four games. So you look at that, and then you look at what you have in terms of assets to now try to improve around him so we can get above four games, and the cupboard is bare. You have no, you don't have a first round or a second round pick this year. You don't have a first round pick next year. So if somebody's willing to give you two first round picks this year, you listen because you had Deshaun Watson playing at a career level last year. You won four games, and if you have no assets to put anything around him, hey, that's great. We still have Deshaun Watson, and we're going to win four games, especially with a new head coach. Like you got to find a way to get some assets because Bill O'Brien you, left you in a bad spot. How do you say face to your your fan base? You, you let DeAndre go for nothing, and if you're going to allow uh, Deshaun Watson go for whatever they give, it's still not going to be enough. I think the fan base there is saying, "Hey, front office, you got to figure out and make him happy. Whatever it is, give him a piece of piece of the team, something." But you you, you can't let him go yeah. for draft picks. I think that they're. I think they will do everything they can. To try to make it right. Your I think point, he's Sean. a loser here, and I think the Eagles, uh, same thing. Yeah, and I Carson think wins because it's all market value on these quarterbacks. And and if you do make that move, you got to have some kind of strategy or marketing strategy for your fans. Your point, right? Say, yeah, look, I don't know we're going to rebuild. It. We got this guy. We got these picks. You don't want to hear rebuild. You don't want to hear rebuild exactly. So I think that until unless they actually get when you got a a, a, a comp that's set right now with this with Matthew Stafford. Okay, how much more? How much more valuable is an MVP, a franchise guy, worth? For us to get in return, so they can ask for the moon, and if they get it, or not, it's going to be interesting well, to and see. Say you don't get, say two is not the guy that you you know want. If you're Houston, you're getting the number three pick. Pick a quarterback. Yeah. 
Yeah, you could. Select, the guys some, that are out select there. somebody you think you can. But if you get the three and the 18 from Miami and a second or a third, you know, this year and next year, I mean, that's did, a package you can start to put you, pieces together. Did in. you guys happen to see the graphic last night on Scott Van Belt when he kind of broke down all the quarterbacks and showed that of all the first-round picks that are quarterbacks that were on their team over the last five years, there's now only one that's still with the team that drafted him, and that's Carson Wentz? No, I did not see I didn't that. See that's that. interesting. That's a crazy wow. statistic. It that may not amazing. be five years, maybe six, seven years. But you look at that big draft class with Jared Goff and all. Right, that. right. All you you go through all of them, and well, you look at you look at all these quarterbacks. Uh, you know, five years, six years ago, they're none of them are with their original team. Yeah, Rosen's gone. You got everyone. Uh, everyone's every much single gone. one what, of them. What about what about talking to Jacksonville about that first pick about the, going to Jacksonville doing a trade there, Deshaun Watson, and getting that first pick again? Because you're going to get the top quarterback. Yeah, good safe face, but no, you don't do that because the reason Miami works is because Miami's a quarterback away from having a legitimate. And, and I would shot agree with that to make a playoff run. They're a quarterback away. Jacksonville is not. So what you do if you're Jacksonville and you bring him on now you just inherited a forty million dollar contract for no reason because you're not going to make a run. It's you know what I mean that's why the Jets to me are behind Miami as well. Even with Deshaun Watson, they're what two three years away more than likely. So Miami's the team. San Francisco's the outlier. Th- those are the two. Quick Super Bowl stat before we catch up with Craig Fooey. 61% of Americans say they plan to watch the Super Bowl this Sunday, which is down from previous years. 38% are rooting for Kansas City. 21% are rooting for Tampa Bay. So that percentage of Americans want to watch this game is down, which I'm surprised. That's interesting. You'd think that it would be like 70 75% for, for the commercials more than anything for a lot of Everyone's going to watch. Stop it. Fact or phooey. That's next, but first, here's what's trending on Fox Sports 910. What's trending on Fox Sports 910, Phoenix. Cardinals quarterback Kyler Murray is the virtual Pro Bowl MVP after leading the NFC to a 32-12 victory over the AFC. He joins the guys each Monday to break down the top stories of the weekend. And as a reminder, Manooch writes the questions. Now here's ABC 15's Craig Fooey. That's right, ABC 15's Craig Fooey now on the right to a guest sign. Happy Monday, Fooey. Hello, Coach. Fellas, how y'all doing? What's going on? Doing well, doing well. Um, Rock, you're good? Yep, yep. The appendix is gone. I'm a couple pounds lighter. It's good. Yeah. Like, nice, nice. Uh, here we go. Mm, let me, really? Okay, Uh-oh. question number one. Seatbelt on? With Patrick <laughs> Mahomes and Tom Brady, this will be considered the best Super Bowl matchup of quarterbacks of all time. Fact or fooey? Grudge match. Holy cow, could I use about 30 minutes to research all the quarterback matchups in a Super Bowl? <laughs> 30 seconds, correct. Yeah, so I've got, got to recall, recall that off the top of my head. Absolutely. Right, you're the coach. <laughs> Bradshaw, Staubach, you can go back yeah. all the way. Chuck Dilfer. Yeah, Breeze and Manning. <laughs> Breeze Manning. Uh, yeah. Ron Jaworski. <laughs> Jim Plunkett. <laughs> right. Who was the quarterback with the Ravens when they won it in 2000? Uh, Trent Dilfer. Yeah. That's right. Trent Dilfer. Yeah. Trent Dilfer. <laughs> I'm going to say fact. This is awesome. I mean, when you look at the stats of these two guys, you know, it's an interesting thing. When you look at the age of Brady's 43, Patrick Mahomes is 25. For Patrick Mahomes to, to be doing this at Brady's age, he'd have to play in Super Bowl 73. Is that crazy? <laughs> That's nuts. 
Wow. 18 that, years from now. That is nuts. That, that, that is, is a good stat there. And, and this is the rubber match where they two and two against each other. So whoever yeah, I mean, this. Listen, they're both, the stats are unbelievable for both of them. I mean, Patrick Holmes is 25. He's got a Super Bowl MVP, a Super Bowl championship, a league MVP, an Offensive Player of the Year award. <laughs> I mean, this guy's phenomenal at 25. Yeah, I just I think and it's just Brady. You don't have to mention. Yeah, and there's been some great ones. The one I threw out there was Montana Elway, but uh, this one, as yeah. far as the hype and the numbers and Brady and the, and the story behind it, uh, th- this should be a good one. This should be obviously so good. Wait, one. did we get a fact or did hey, we get a fact? Fact. He he said fact. fact? He said fact. Just, be, just because I didn't have time to research all the quarterback <laughs> matches. Yeah, that's fair. Wait, <laughs> it, I, previous Super Bowls. Well, I think what we should do is we should start sending you the questions the night before. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. yeah, that'll help. That would yeah. require Manucci to have them done. Prior to the 10 minutes before the show. Good so point. That would be good, point. good point. All right, here we go. Question number two. Patrick Mahomes and the speed of the Chiefs' offense will be too much for the Buccaneers' defense to stop them. Fact or fooey? Well, that's fact. I mean, listen, I don't think anybody stopped them yet. I mean, whether they get behind by 20 or 10 or ahead by 15, doesn't matter. These guys are incredibly fast. They've got a great offense. The question here is, and obviously Vegas has installed them as a three-and-a-half-point favorite, but the question is, can the Chiefs' defense slow down Tom Brady and the Buccaneers' offense? So that's yeah. the other, that's the flip side of that question. But I'm going to say fact to that one. Question three, and again... All right, I'm going to just, 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 just say I'm the gonna, damn I'm thing. I'm just going to read it because it's, it, I, I disagree. So the L.A. Rams are now a favorite to... Uh, hang they, on. Are? they are? Yeah. The L.A. Rams are now a favorite to win the NFC West and become a major Super Bowl contender with Matt Stafford as their quarterback. Fact or fooey? Nah, fooey. <laughs> no, I don't think they're a, a favorite to win. I, I haven't looked at the Vegas odds. Did Vegas put them in and, as favorites? No, uh, it's not, not, yeah, not for next year yet. No, no, no. I, I just, I think Seattle's too good. I think the San Francisco 49ers are much, much better. We'll see what they do at quarterback here in the coming weeks. Um, but listen, I, I, I'm one of those guys that I like Jared Goff too. I don't think he's a terrible quarterback. He's got 42 wins in the last three mm-hmm. years in LA. Took him to a Super Bowl. Um, is is he the problem with LA? I don't know that he is. But Matt Stafford's a darn good quarterback too. So he just hasn't won anything. Fooey. As a coach, I'm disappointed that you are you're not appalled by Jared Goff's turnover issues that he has. That's why they that's why they sent him out. Fooey. McVay was done with it. Stop, stop, stop. So you're okay stop, with 10 stop. turnovers in a four-game stretch? You're good with that, Coach? No, I'm not. But I, listen, you guys, you can't. There's a body of work here that you can't just. We're so reactive these days. It's like instant social media, Twitter, Facebook, all that crap. It's like we're so quick to judge somebody. Give him a little time to react. He's, he's Like I said, he's got 42 wins in three years in L.A. That's a pretty good deal, I think. Um, take him to the Super Bowl, that's pretty good. Yeah, he had some turnovers. Okay, let's figure out what's going on. Did the receivers run the right route, or did they run the wrong route? We've, had, we've seen that with the mm-hmm. Arizona Cardinals. Receivers stopping their routes, and Kyler's throwing deep. Receivers going deep, Kyler's throwing short. They go outside, he throws inside. We've seen that everywhere. Sure. So it's not always on the quarterback quick to judge. Hey, hey, I, but the fumbles, I, I didn't see a wide receiver fumble the ball for him. That, I saw him, so that, that that's just me. <laughs> I, I think the one thing is the lack of ringing endorsement that Sean McVay and Les Snead, the GM, were, were giving him last week. I'm like, wow. Yeah. And I'm a lot like you. I thought I thought the kid does a good job. Yeah, he turns it over. But again, it was like, whoa, that was a, that was a huge uh, signal that went up, and then lo and behold, you know the guy that was a former uh, you know director of scouting, this Brad Holmes, he jumped all over it. He called and said, "Hey, look, uh, I'm the guy that moved up to get him in the uh, what the 15th pick a few years ago. I, I want if you guys are that you have heartburn on him, what will it take for me to grab Jared Goff for the Detroit Lions?" 
Well, and you know what else? Blame the Rams for giving him the giant contract. Yes, yeah. that okay. I agree Don't completely. It's easy to say that now. I mean, he just took his team to the Super Bowl. I mean, I that's why I'm surprised. That's how it works, right? And he, since, he then, since then, he had 22 touchdowns and 16 interceptions the following year. He only had 20 this year and 13 interceptions this year. Now, it wasn't 13 wrong routes, Huey. Uh, and then he had all the fumble issues as well. So, you know, he's he just, Sean McVay's offense, he's supposed to be this offensive genius and an offense that only produces at that rate. He feels he can get more out of somebody who's a, who's a better passer of the football and better in the you know, overall quarterback. Uh, I I see it. I wouldn't yeah. have given up what they gave up, but I see yeah. it. Well, it's a pile on Monday here on uh, Rock <laughs> Manucci and Crespin. All right. Hey, Philly, let's get to question number four. Right, we'll right. move on and talk some sons. Is uh, Monty Williams his tongue lashing to his players after the OKC loss last week will prove to be the turning point for this team to be more successful? Fact or fooey? Uh, fooey on that. Listen, I... Listen, this is a team that has a long way to go yet. They brought in Chris Paul. That's awesome. They brought in Jay Crowder. That's great. You still have a lot of young pieces around them. Mikhail Bridges, you've got Cam Johnson. You've got a lot of young guys on this roster. And so this is a growing process. And DeAndre Ayton, I forgot about that guy. He's still, what, 22 years old? I, mean, <laughs> I forgot about that He's been in the league guy. for three years. He's 22. <laughs> you know, it's like we expect so much more from DeAndre at 22. Um, so yeah, this is a, this is a long process. Chris Paul will help, but it takes time. They didn't, keep in mind, like the Cardinals, like the D-backs, they, they had an abbreviated training camp prior to this season, right? Where guys were coming in individually in groups of two, and so then they hit the court. So it's gonna take time. Give them time. I don't think Monty Williams' tongue lashing is gonna be the difference long run, um, but it certainly helps to keep pressure on these guys to perform at a high level every night. Yeah, I completely agree, Craig. It's almost like, you know, early in the year when they got off to the hot start where they went 5 out of 6 and people mm-hmm. thought, "Wow, they're hitting the they're hitting the ground run." And it's like, "Whoa, hang on. Let 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 everything settle in in the NBA before you start uh, claiming that." So, yeah, you're right. There's going to be some learning curve here. Yep. All right, coach, the last question. The Waste Management Phoenix Open is the most popular and the most anticipated event to attend every year. Factor Fooey. Oh yeah, I mean that's easy. <laughs> Give you an easy one to end with. Yeah, yeah. He, he got to the he got to the fifth question. He needed to fill it. You know, yeah. he, he needed five questions. Uh, I just I, I just I go down that road because it is the absolute most favorite for everybody. Just want to get your yeah. reiteration. You know the thing. Here's the thing. The Super Bowl is great. Everybody looks forward to the Super Bowl. Most watched TV show in the world every year. Everybody looks forward to the start of March Madness. Everybody looks forward to opening day in baseball. But there's nothing like. You know, the, not this year, but the Phoenix Open is just unbelievable. It's such an experience to be out there. You guys have been out there. It's, it's phenomenal. And in this community, it is a huge draw. And obviously this year, less than 5,000 a day, but, um, which is being safe. But yeah, it's, it's one of those most anticipated things. You want to just go just to experience at least once, right? No question. Uh, it's unfortunate yeah. that it is only 5,000 because the field is yeah. tremendous. Fooey, as always, buddy. Thank you, man. Have Thanks, a great guys. week. Thanks, you Craig. Yep. Yep. That's ABC 15's Craig Fooey news as he's uh he's also the news director. If you didn't know that, but uh, Minuch just uh, oh, hired good. him as the new news director. <laughs> well, I figured I'd give him that title just to make sure he gets enough time. <laughs> so on our show sheet, Sweet, more Craig Fooey, ABC 15 Channel 15. I just gave a promotion. Yeah. So whomever that news director is, uh, no disrespect. The so. Monday you weren't here, it was pouring outside when he came on. I, I brought him on and looked out and said, Craig, looking out the window, I'm guessing not much sports today. Huh? So maybe <laughs> no. if he's the news director now, Minuch, he can change that. Just Coming up, it's time for Yes or BS. I will give you the statement the guys will decide if it's yes it's true or no it's total bs the topic is february 1st february facts that's next right here on rock with with crestman 
This is The Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker. You labeled Matt Stafford Stafford. When we move, well, you already know. So just Time for On This Day in sports and pop culture. Powered by Revitalize Weight Loss and Wellness. Lose 20 pounds or more guaranteed. No drugs, no hormones, no shots, no surgery. You don't even have to go to the gym. RevitalizeWeightLoss.com. Proud partner of the Phoenix Suns. And uh, you go back on this day 17 years ago. Janet Jackson performed with Justin Timberlake, who you just heard, during halftime Super Bowl 38. JT, man. Went to town, <laughs> tore off Janet's top, exposing, uh, you know, a part of her body. Her, her boob. Yeah, her boob, yes. And uh, the world just went nuts, and they created the new phrase, wardrobe malfunction, if you remember that's that. That's what sticks out more than anything, that phrase. I don't know if that's what that's stuck out. That's not what's... <laughs> <laughs> just a Freudian slip for there. You, <laughs> Me or you? Well, <laughs> I'm just used to, I know whatever you're going to say. Uh, as for the game itself... Uh, it was a game with Tom Brady, no uh, surprise. Panthers, right? Was yeah, Panthers? yeah, 32-29, and uh, he was the MVP. But, uh, you know, here we are, uh, some things to look forward to with uh, this being the month of February and uh, the first. And, uh, of course, Super Bowl 55 coming up on Sunday, Daytona 500 on uh, Valentine's Day. How will that work? Hey, honey. <laughs> uh, I kind of watched the race. I got to work. You know, Daytona 500. And Crespin and I, we were there, what, yeah. two, three years ago? You know, what a, what a, that was a treat. You know, so Lindsay's going to be there this year, and I won't be. She's going to be in really? the not, not at the 500, but one of her best friends is uh, the in-stadium uh, gal on the mic. Okay. So uh, so uh, her and a handful of their friends are going to Florida, you know, while she works, while Heather works, and Lindsay and her friends are just going to hang out in Florida. Well, look so at you. So when are you going to celebrate? Out. I got the house to myself, me and, me and Howie and... You know, we're going to be hanging That's out. Howie, well, man. you can celebrate Saturday night since it's the 14th. It's on a Sunday this year. So you can always celebrate yeah, maybe the night you before. Can do that, but, uh, That's what I'll do. That's all know. good. Um, yeah, on TV, the new Silence of the Lamb spinoff, Clarice. You have any interest in this? Hits. I, not really. Any interest in I this? I saw this, this uh, the, the promo. I'm nah, I've watched both of them. And first one's great. Absolutely is is awesome. Well, there's three of them. I know, but the first one's great. The second one, I never thought saw the third one. Uh, Good evening, Clary. Yeah. Think about this. August 20th, 2015, on this show, if we do a throwback Monday, I talked about the fact that a drama called Clarice was in development. So it took six years Dang. to make it. How about that? That's insane. That is nuts. Maybe trying to get everybody lined up properly, yeah. rights, the proper rights to the, do this. Uh, Simpsons, Bob's Burgers, Family Guy, they all return next Sunday. So other than that, not a lot uh, going on. Uh, tomorrow is uh, Groundhog Day. As uh, That's always fun to have some fun with Groundhog Day. It's a good right? movie. Yeah, it's a I think damn, it's a great movie. Damn good movie. Bill Murray. Good movie. Yeah. Damn good movie. Now, kind of looking at this... Um, Colts had a press conference about three years ago, four years ago, and it was crazy. Uh, as uh, it's, it started with a crazy answer to a question about the movie Grand, Groundhog Day with Chuck Pagano. Remember Chuck mm-hmm, Pagano? Yes. And he was trying to make fun of the reporter's question because he, he thinks it's stupid, but he ends up losing everyone because apparently no one saw the movie. At some point, you get some. 
Do you worry that this is going to become a mental issue for your players? Because it's you know kind of like Groundhog Day. It's over and over again. Yeah. Yeah, that song played, you know, woke up to that this morning. That Sonny and Cher, I got you, babe. Went down, got my coffee, said hello to the what's-her-name, the little gal in the coffee shop, <laughs> stole the money out of the back of the truck, drove my truck off the into the tar pit or whatever, ah. off the <laughs> landfill, jumped off a building. Don't drive angry. Lived through it. Did you see the movie? Been a long time. What do you guys do? You spend so much time on Twitter, you're not enjoying the better things in life. Chuck Pagano. <laughs> that was uh, November 28, 2017. Oh, Went way back to find that one. Uh, I want to have a little fun. Other than award season uh, this month, uh, the Golden Globe nominees are coming out on Wednesday. That'll be February 28th. Of course, Valentine's Day on the 14th. I talked about uh, Groundhog's Day. President's Day is 15th. Mardi Gras is 16th. Uh, Ash Wednesday the 17th. Uh, that kind of gives you an idea of what's going on. Of course, the entire month is uh, Black History Month, so that's cool. All right, time for yes or BS. All I'll right. give you the statement. Let's do it. It's Minuch versus Crespin. Yes, it's true. No, it's BS. Minuch, what does BS stand for? Uh, it's just it's a bunch of BS. Just <laughs> S stands for stuff. A lot of stuff. A yeah. lot of bull right. stuff. The know. topic is February facts. This, this question number one, there's five. The Super Bowl has always been played in February. That is BS. That's total BS. Total BS. Right? That's correct. The first 35 were played in January. Mm-hmm. The first February game wasn't until 2002. Uh, question two. February is spelled F-E-B-U-A-R-Y. F-E-B-U-A-R-Y. That's uh, BS. F-E-B-R-U-A-R-Y. Yeah, you're missing the R. Okay, yeah. All right, good. You guys are you guys are off and running. Make it. Uh, if you were born in February, you're either uh, Aquarius or Pisces. You you're can a, take this one, Manuch. I have no you're idea. You're a Pisces. You'd be a Pisces. You read those things? What would you like to go with? Uh, so Christmas? you're saying yes? Is that I'm saying yes. Uh, if, you're the, if that's the answer, if you're born in February, you're a Pisces. I'm going to say yes. How do you know that? I'm, I'll... I'll he knows weird stuff, so I want to say <laughs> yes. You, you, you really, okay, so I'll say so, yes. All right. Well, it's it, it's it's yes, but he's wrong because it's it's actually uh, uh It's not Pisces. It's not February's no, not Pisces. No. Well, it, it, it's, it's like it's, it's, it's a crossover. It's, it's crossover. Both. Yeah, yeah. You're right. I'll, right. Give, I'll give it to you. Yeah. Just trying to try, My trying to mess you up. Birthday. Uh, you guys are three for three. Twenty twenty one is a leap year, so we have twenty nine days this month. Yes or yes or BS. Uh, this year it was last year. That's BS. Yeah. So the next one's not for a while. That's BS. That's BS. That's right. Four for four. Uh, last last year was, and next one is twenty twenty four. Lent starts in February this year. Yes or BS? Oh man, I'm going to say. <laughs> no idea. Uh, let me think. Let me think. Uh, BS on that. I, just for March. the sake of somebody being a winner here, I'll go yes. <laughs> Good call. You're the winner. Hey! Yes, sometimes it starts in March, but Mardi Gras is February 16th this year. Lent runs from February 17th to April 3rd. So how about that? So there you have it, some uh, off-the-wall stuff here. Um, Also, I I, kind of missed some uh, lesser-known holidays. Ice cream for breakfast day is this Saturday. Really? Yeah, I know you love that one. Ice cream sandwich. National Pizza Day on the 9th. Oh. Oh, okay. Are we done our 40 You're days? You're killing me here, Rock. You're killing uh, me. Minute's National Guitar Day on the 11th. Okay. 
National Drink Wine Day on the 18th, and National Mardi Gras Day, or National, excuse me, Mardi Gras, National Margarita Day on the 22nd. That's pretty good days right there at that uh, National Wine Day. I have a little glass of red wine on top of it. Just everything. a little glass? Yeah, a small glass. You know, uh, pace myself, Rock. Not the best news for, for you, Rock, uh, in terms of Tom Brady. Uh, in his press conference today, you know, a lot of the the, the media day happened today. I missed it. Uh, <laughs> you probably take Ask, it though, right? You know, yeah. he's he's always said forty five <laughs> is the age in which he wants to play to. Oh, please mm-hmm. say, please say fifty. Asked if he would wants to play beyond forty five. Quote: Definitely, I I'll definitely consider that. It's a physical sport. Just the perspective I have on that is you never know what that moment is. Just because it's a contact sport, there's a lot of training that goes into it, and it has to be a hundred percent commitment from myself to keep doing it. But definitely. I think George so Blanda. He's not going anywhere, Manu. Yeah, he's not. Rock. He, as a as a kicker, I think where George Blanda played till like forty seven, forty eight, and he, you know he was a kicker. But I mean, he was a quarterback that I think he came in at forty two, forty three years old one time to to, to uh, as a backup. But Nolan Ryan played till what forty six, forty seven as a as a pitcher. Forty eight years, one hundred and nine days, twenty six seasons. George was Blanda all, was the all time leading yeah. scorer. Mm-hmm. So you can if you keep yourself in shape. I mean, yeah. but the shots that he takes, I would be surprised if he play, if he plays beyond forty five. He could do it. He's in great shape right yeah. now. TB twelve right. has got his own people and everything. Were you surprised that the Rams reached out about Aaron Rodgers? Um, no, I'm not. I wasn't surprised. I just don't think. I think because you know he and McVay know each other, and yeah. they if 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 Rodgers is frustrated with what happened in Green Bay, he wants to go somewhere, go back to go back home. From Norway's outside of uh, Palo Alto, where he's from, go back to California. I'm not surprised at all. I think that they're going, hey, guys, if this guy is, will inquire. But obviously, the Packers said there's no freaking no way. way. As there's they should. No way. As yeah. I, I kept yeah. saying, they were 13, they won 13 games, 13 and 3 each of the last two years. 26 and 6. Why would you want to move on from him if you're the Packers? You, and if you you're don't. Aaron Rodgers, where the hell else are you going to yeah. go that's going to have that type of success? You Just close out a football game in the playoffs. You know, I mean, it's. It made no sense for either party to move on, so I wasn't surprised to see yeah. that they reached out. I'm also equally not not shocked that the Packers said no. Of course, not. oh sure, I of mean, course not. Why would you? Why would you think they'd be? Well, we'll talk. It was They're, the press they, conference, you know. People got to relax on that, as Rogers will tell you and spell it out for you at a press conference. Just relax, people. Let people calm down. That was in the heat of the moment. There's no sure it was. He's not leaving the Packers. Packers aren't trading him. Get over it. I'm anxious to see uh, if Detroit. Is going to work for Jared Goff if it's going to be a, you know you you always talk about hey a new home a new place. Well, let me look up if it's worked for any other quarterback. It has no, it has not. Well, so. Stafford's been there for a while, but yeah, I think the last time they went to the playoffs was Stafford. Before that was Scott Mitchell back in the early mid nineties. The last time before they went uh, with the playoffs with Stafford. I think one time. Such a tough business, man. If all these first round picks. That's amazing stuff. No, you were wrong. Gus, all moving. Gus Ferrat. Oh, was Ferrat? Yeah, he led him to a he wild card him? appearance. They were 8-8. Eight eight. They lost that football game back in 1999. <laughs> Before that, it was Scott Mitchell back in 97. Uh, also, they haven't... <laughs> so I missed somebody. In this stat sheet, a little lost in a WC next to it. Like, lost in the wild card. Lost in the wild. They haven't won a, they haven't won a game... Since uh, in the playoffs since 1991, the the last thing I remember about uh, Gus Frat was almost him knocking himself out after scoring he was with the Washington Redskins many years ago. And he went into he, he kind of headbutted the sidewalk. He scored. Yeah. Dang, he knocked himself out because yeah. there was no padding. Yeah. 
on that side wall. The who stand. Was, who was the last? Hey, uh, Alex, producer man. Who was the Alex? Who's the last quarterback to uh, win a playoff game for the Detroit Lions in 1991? I wasn't alive, so I'm going to say Barry <laughs> Sanders won that game. Eric. Well, he was in the game. Oh, Eric Kramer was the starting. Oh, Kramer. Wow. Yeah. I yeah. remember him in that. Mm-hmm. So, I go back to that, Eric. That's, that's scary. He wasn't yeah. alive the last time the team won a playoff game. Not made a Super Bowl appearance. Won a playoff game. I think. I think with Los Angeles, the fact that they have so much money, it, you know, it, 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 I know people are talking about the contract, but with the new stadium, with SoFi and the sponsorship dollars that they brought mm-hmm. in this year, even despite having fans this year with fans coming back, is they're not having any trouble with money there. Well, and I think with uh, this Brad Holmes going to the to the Lions, if he can take that recipe of success and getting cooperation, your point from the Lions as far as money. Free agents getting the right draft choices and build around Jared Goff. Oh, I'm you talking hope about that's, Los Angeles. No, I know, but I'm just saying with if with with Holmes going to for, coming from L.A. and going to Detroit, can he yeah. take that? Can he take that formula to them if they cooperate? But to your point, big spending the money. In owners, big difference that's, in owners. I still think with the way the salary cap works in the NFL, that they've got a small window here. Like I think Matt Stafford, he Matt Stafford, four, five, six, seven more years in him probably, but Two in terms of the, in terms of their Super Bowl window, because of the assets they they just yes, been giving true. away constantly, and you look at the contracts they have on the books, Stafford will be around thirty when it when everything is changed and, and and said and done. But aren't they still paying for golf this they, year? They too? have they this have, they have year, de- like twenty. Yes, or? They have dead cap money on on the books for golf as well because of the trade. Aaron Donald makes twenty seven. Jalen Ramsey will hit you at twenty two on the salary cap. Cooper Cups fourteen. Rob Robert Woods is 13. Andrew Whitworth is 11. Like they have these contracts, all of these guys making you know 10 plus a year. Uh, there's not a lot of room to put guys elsewhere. So if they don't hit on their draft picks and get guys on team friendly deals to put around all of that talent, two three years from now it could be it could yeah. be pretty bare for them. Strike hey, while you can. The yeah. money is on the table once again for the big game at Casino Arizona and the CAZ Sports Bar. Manuch will be there. Myself and Cressman will be in the ballroom at Talking Stick Resort. It's it's always a lot of fun. We give away money doing props and squares. It's free to get in. It's our 20th year hosting the big game. It's free to anyone over 21. Doors open at 2 o'clock at both locations. Hour number two is coming up. Well, game day gridlock is in full swing today. Looks like no one's getting anywhere in time for kickoff. But wait, somebody's running the feed. Okay. You guys are the f- Worth Golf Talk on Fox Sports 910 is brought to you by Vans Golf Shops. Their unprecedented service, exclusive 90-day satisfaction guarantee, and custom club fitting is the cornerstone of their business and has made them the proven leader in golf retail throughout the Southwest. Now let's see if the guys can learn something today. Now, I play golf with our uh, our next guest. I don't know if we'll learn anything golf-wise from him, but uh, we'll learn what's going on with the Waste Manager Phoenix Open. Tournament chairman Scott Jenkins joins us now on the right to the guest line. Scotty, how you doing, buddy? You ready to go? Think everything everything oh. in place? Uh, we're ready to go. How are you guys doing? Good, Good man. Scott. Hey, uh, hats off. I just publicly want to say uh, congratulations and, and, and for being able to do what you've had to do over the course of the last Oh, 12 months. Uh, it's it's just not something you, you signed up for to uh, to run the biggest event in our state or in the Southwest and uh, and have to do it with during a pandemic. So uh, congratulations to you. Absolutely. And, to you and your team and what you've been able to do. And it's here. So you can't change anything now. So bring on the golfers <laughs> and, and have some fun. We are locked and loaded. So, yeah, definitely been a uh, roller coaster of a year, but 
uh, happy it's uh, happy it's open week. So tell us about open week. This is one of the best fields that you guys have had in so many years. Roy McIlroy being here and. Uh, you know, John Rahm from Arizona State being the favorite currently. Uh, just talk about this field and how excited you are and, and some of the exemptions that uh, you were able to bring in. Sure. So, you know, super excited. This actually may be our best field ever. We got, you know, five of the top 10 and almost half of the top 50. You know, and like you mentioned, Rory playing this year is just huge for us. Uh, he's never been to, to, you know, the desert. Uh, so happy to have him. And, you know, you know, like you mentioned, JT, Rom, Ricky, you know, just super pleased with the fact that the players are supporting us and, you know, they know we're having fans and, and it's really kind of a statement by them that they're showing up, uh, because they clearly want fans back, you know, back in the game. Uh, as far as exemptions, uh, in, in excited about the, you know, I was just out in course today. Today's a practice round on the Monday pro am and met, uh, met each one of them personally, but Patty Harrington, you know, we're super excited about, uh, being the European Ryder Cup captain and then steve stricker uh signed up late uh committed and he's the uh u.s team captain so having both the Ryder cup uh captains in it and then you know the pretty much the rest of the exemptions went to a bunch of young uh young college all-americans that just turned pro over the last year and uh they're all great including will zalatoris who finished i think seven last week at the farmers so i mean he's top 60 in the world uh, and doesn't have his tour card just because of the funky year that it was with the corn ferry and kind of how that worked but um, super excited! Super excited about the young talent in the field as well, Scott. I, I think when I, I think of the Phoenix Open, the Waste Management Phoenix Open, some of the things that are so rare each and every year are, are things that are different. Obviously, with the pandemic, what will be some of the noticeable changes or some of the things as far as you're concerned with, even with the lack of crowds coming out there? I mean, I think the biggest thing is you know, in a given year, well, last year we had 28 venues. We have two this year. Um, you know, they're two, they're two, they're two great venues. Uh, you know, it's amazing as I was sitting on 16 today, just greeting a lot of the players that were coming through and they're blown away, uh, cause it looks great. Even with one story, we kind of made some tweaks to it, raised it. So, I mean, it, it is just as impressive. It's not the three story structure. Uh, and we'll get about 2000 fans on, on the one level, uh, you know, and then we'll have a sponsor level, which we'll have a couple hundred, but, you know, to them, it's probably going to sound like 16,000 fans because they haven't had fans in an event in months. The speaker system's amazing in it. So it's going to be a lot of fun if you can make it out, you know, this week. Speaking of that, we're visiting with the uh, tournament chairman of the Waste Manager Phoenix Open, Scott Jenkins, here on Fox Sports 910. Scotty, how, how can people still uh, get out there? Yeah, so so fortunately, you know, the community really stepped up and, and bought all the general admission tickets within about 12 hours. Uh, when those went on sale a couple weeks ago, we do have some clubhouse. Uh, that's the other venue. Uh, again, it's a great venue that Scottsdale Princess caters it and handles most of it. And, you know, it's, it's primo. There's some tickets available at the clubhouse and we do have a couple tickets left on 16, uh, for our day passes for Thursday and Sunday, Friday and Saturday are sold out. So yeah. So, I mean, this is your year. If you haven't been able to come out, the weather looks ridiculously great, you know, next week. Uh, everything's sort of aligning, you know, and as we've said, somebody's got to go first, you know, as far as mm-hmm. bringing fans sure. back. And we we really we really have spent months and months on our plan with the city of Scottsdale and the PGA Tour to to do it in just the safest possible manner. So, uh, again, as you guys know, I mean, we average on a Monday, pro, you know, pro am practice round, you know, thirty to forty thousand fans today. <laughs> Man, and there's, no, there's, no, there's no fans today. <laughs> There's no fans today. There's no fans tomorrow, and 
you know, through the rest of the week, uh, you know, there's the less than five. So, uh, again, I think we're going about this the right way. And at the end of the day, I think, you know, there'll be seven tournaments that are coming out uh, for other PGA events to kind of see how we're doing it. And the commissioner of the PGA Tour will be out on Wednesday with his entire executive team. So it's really an opportunity for us to say, hey, this is how you do it. This is how you do it safely. Uh, and kind of lead the way for the PGA Tour through the rest of the year. I'm glad you brought that up, Scott, because I was going to mention that I'm sure once this tournament is done, that you're going to be on all these private jets. All these tournaments are going to be flying you out to be a consultant. You know, I wouldn't be surprised <laughs> if Augusta calls and you know says, "Hey, we, we need we need your expertise. You guys were the first to do this, and boy, you guys did it at such a high level." So I'm sure you're you're anxious to see how that's all going to go after this week. I, I, I'm sorry to disappoint you. I think I'm going back to my practice of law. <laughs> baseball weekend, so. I mean, you're done, Scott. You're Come all on. done. Uh, <laughs> hey, there may be a, there may be a trip or two. You know me. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, we'll we'll make some time for the Fiesta Bowl trip in the fall as well. But other than that, I got I got to do a little work to do. My partners have been carrying me at my law firm for for quite a long time. So. Got to build some hours. Well, yeah, we've heard that a lot on the show with some other attorneys. Uh, Scott, <laughs> hey, congratulations again. Yes. We appreciate great that. Job, you Scott. making a lot of time for us. We'll see you out there, and thanks so much for coming on today, and uh, and have a great week, man. And congratulations to you and the Thunderbirds and all the volunteers that have stepped up, and not to mention the police and fire and everybody else that's going to be involved because it's still, uh, it's still a big tournament no matter how you slice and dice it when it comes to attendance. So thank you, buddy. Appreciate it. Hey, you guys have been great to us. Great to me. Thank you again for letting me come on, and uh, we'll see you guys out here this week. Wait, wait, real quick, as we let you go, so uh, no elevator, huh, on 16 this year? Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no comment. <laughs> yeah, leave it at that. <laughs> Thanks, Scott. <laughs> That goes uh, way boy. better. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. That's Scott Jenkins. Uh, you can go to uh, WM as in Waste Management, phoenixopen.com for tickets. As he mentioned, you still got tickets for 16 on Thursday and Sunday. You got Clubhouse as well. Uh, but all the general admission tickets have been sold 12 hours yeah you know and, and he we didn't see it in its it, you know completed state necessarily while we were out there playing but it doesn't look any less grand it feel I mean, it still looks that area 16 right. everything else it still feels like a big time event so uh yeah not as big only two venues as he mentioned but it still feels like a big deal to be gorgeous out there all weekend the 70 supposed to be 80 tomorrow then 77 76 8 72 gorgeous sunshine all that rain we had Guys, will, what do you predict? 20, 22 winning score, minus 22 to win this that's bad boy. Too, but, that's, but that seems to be I mean, that. that's right about where I yeah. was. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. I'm sure you were. Joe and I were both right, right there. Right there. Yeah. After the third hole, you're mm -hmm. uh, 22 well. over. <laughs> I don't know about that. But uh, you know what's interesting is uh, the PGA Tour is, is betting big on a new betting app, and they have teamed up with NBC Sports and a sports betting app called Points Bet. And they're combining to what they're doing is they're going to drive the network's first betting focused telecast. And it'll go for four days, Thursday through Sunday. And what it is, is it's called the NBC Sports Edge Betcast. And this is so innovative where uh, it's intended to drive user engagement using technology that lets us, let, lets us betters uh, with all these different options to bet on golf and each outcome for every competitor on every hole. So you could go up and say, okay, on Thursday, hole number five, it's a par four, hypothetically. I don't know what it is right, off right. my head. 
uh, you know, John Rahm, uh, he's going to birdie it. I'm going to put a hundred bucks down. And he's going to birdie it. How cool is that's, that? That's pretty awesome. You think I about mean, it. You get, get some disposable income. Get yeah, a lot of fun. Hundred bucks, right? Yeah, like, whatever. I got it is. ten bucks. I got yeah. two bucks. He's going to birdie this. <laughs> but but the there's but the ability to ability for the consumer to play the hole. Yeah, to yeah, sure, the sure. Yeah, is so cool. Yeah, that, that, damn. We didn't get his. Oh man, we should call him back. We forgot to get his uh, Super Bowl. Oh, yeah, Manuch can get all. My him. bad. I'll, yeah, I'll, text, I'll, I'll text, text him. I'll text him. I'll get it. But, uh, but yeah, we need that. Uh, by the way, when you hear the sounder, be the fifth caller six zero two two six zero ninety one ninety one. We've teamed up with Legacy Sports Park in Mesa. They're going to be opening up uh, towards the tail end of this year into twenty twenty two. And uh, they uh, hooked us up. A $300 Mastro's gift card, as well as a swag bag, mm-hmm. whoever gets the uh, team and score. The closest. It's not like you got to hit it. We're going to give the closest. Just a rock and minutia crespin contest that we're running uh, each day, Monday through Friday. Each day, Monday through Friday this week from 1 to 4. So uh, when you hear a sounder, be the fifth caller at 602-260-9191. What did, we, uh, what did he predict? 37? 71 was his total score with the Chiefs winning. Okay. Uh, 71 total. Gotcha. All right. I know we had Christian Fisher. Last week, uh, he predicted, I think it was 49, and he went with Tom Brady in mm-hmm. Tampa Bay. Mm-hmm. I, I keep wavering back and forth. got to be honest. I, I mean, I, f- I still feel like the Chiefs win the football game, but their offensive line makes me a little nervous. Mm-hmm. You know, anytime you lose your, your pro bowl left tackles. tackle and you're already missing the other one, mm-hmm. um, the only player that's, that's going to be starting Sunday's game where he started the year was your center across that offensive line. So that makes me a little nervous because they can rush the quarterback. Rudy Carpenter's coming up next. We'll get his prediction for the big game, the score, just like you can. He's going to be able to play for the $300 Masters gift card as well. We forgot to ask Scott, but uh, we'll text him and get that, and we'll let you know who he's going with. It's Rocket Manucci Crespin, Fox Sports 910. Behold. Here's what's trending on Fox Sports 910, Phoenix. About a week after seeming to brush off a request from the Cactus League and Valley Mayors to delay the start of spring training because of the COVID-19. Carpenter going to go up with time, steps up, looks end zone, got a man, McGahee, touchdown! And Rudy Carpenter threw that right into the teeth, into the strength of the Wildcat defense. Rudy Carpenter, now on Rockin' Manooch with Crespin on Fox Sports 910 on FM at 99.9 HD2. Sorry, former Sun Devil, always a Sun Devil. Rudy Carpenter joins us on the right toe to guest sign. Kind of get his thoughts on the uh, the early NFC offseason drama with the trade over the weekend with Matthew Stafford heading to the Rams and Jared Goff heading to Detroit. I... Uh, Rudy, just to, if I was just to start this off, who won the trade? Can you answer that, or is it still going to be uh, maybe a, a wait and see? Well, I think these trades are are really always going to be a wait and see. Um, a lot of times, you know, big veteran free agent signings they don't always work out, and obviously, high draft picks don't always work out, and, and big time trades don't always work out. Um, I think the interesting story with with this trade is um, I talk quarterbacks a ton all over the radio and TV. And I am always talking about Matthew Stafford being a top five quarterback in my opinion. And, and, you know, very few people agree, but if you turn the film on in, in, in my viewpoint, you can see why. And I, I think, you know, what solidifies, you know, my opinion or, or maybe what, what uh, makes it a, a more formidable opinion is, is the amount um, that was traded for to get Matthew Stafford. I mean, the, the the Rams have been known to give up a lot of draft capital, but this is a whole bunch of draft capital for a almost thirty four year old quarterback. 
Yeah, you know, so we, I guess I guess what it shows you is what is how good the NFL thinks Matthew Stafford is. Well, Rudy, you know, we we have had that conversation a couple of times, I think, in this show on about how you feel about uh, Matthew Stafford. But you know, how much of an improvement? I think what it really boils down to is if you're the Rams, how much of an improvement is Matthew Stafford over a Jared Goff? Is you know to make the juice worth the squeeze of giving up as much as they did? Uh, is he worth the amount that they gave up in terms of an improvement over Jared Goff? See, I don't think this is like a question at all, uh, and and why I say that is because. I mean, I, I just don't think people truly understand the state of the organization um, and, and what the Detroit Lions were, an 0-16 football team, you know, the year they acquired him with the number one overall pick. So you, you, you look at places like the Dallas Cowboys, who have been a perpetual 8-8 eight eight football team for what feels like the last 20 years. The Detroit Lions have been much worse than that, and, and really ever since they've had Matthew Stafford, he's been – the only reason outside mm-hmm. of Megatron why that team's had any success. I mean, this team has, has come a long ways if you, if you consider that most people feel like the Detroit Lions are NFL Siberia along with the Cincinnati Bengals. And so I just think when you put Matthew Stafford on a team, a veteran team, a play caller like Sean McVay, um, a lot of weapons around him, some guys on defense. I mean, if Matthew Stafford plays the same ability with the same production that he's played with in Detroit, I mean, I just think that I just think that he's going to be an unbelievable asset for the Rams organization. And when you look at what Aaron Rodgers is still doing and Tom Brady is still doing, it, 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 to me, it makes Matthew Stafford a more viable option. Although he's taken a bit more punishment than those guys, I think. Rudy, I think this was was the perfect storm with Matthew Stafford last week. Say, hey, look, I've done all I can do. I'd really like to move on and go somewhere else where I have my last several years I can win. And then when you saw the lack of ringing endorsements from Sean McVay and your general manager in Les Snead last week for Jared Goff, uh, that was somewhat the perfect storm. And then you have your, your former scouting director and in, in, uh, in Brad Holmes, who's gone to Detroit. I mean, this was like this was a match made in heaven for this whole thing to happen, I think, this over the weekend. Well, yeah, and, and, you know, I think we saw a bunch of other teams, whether it's the Patriots or the Carolina Panthers or even the Washington Redskins, who all had a lot of interest in Matthew Stafford. And ultimately, Matthew Stafford's going to get a chance to leave Detroit. He's going to go play in L.A. In a, in a large market city where he's going to get a chance to, you know, essentially be the superstar that, uh, you know, people thought he was going to be when he was drafted number one overall. I mean, a lot of these quarterbacks that we see get drafted one overall are going to absolutely ridiculous, you know, situations, and it makes it very difficult to succeed. You think about, you know, whether it's, you know, guys like Matthew Stafford or guys like Carson Palmer in Cincinnati, it's just very, very difficult in, in those types of environments. And so, um, you know, I think this was the, the perfect storm, but ultimately what this comes down to is Sean McVay didn't draft Jared Goff, and so yes, he wasn't ever correct. really invested in him. And then on top of that, you know, I don't know how, how you know, invested Sean McVay was into the big contract extension, so... This was really about acquiring Matthew Stafford, I think, was an upgrade for them, but it was also about dumping a contract that I don't think they wanted to carry anymore. And on top of that, Rudy, do you think at some point, we were trying to figure this out a little bit earlier, um, to have this lack of confidence in, in Jared Goff, did that happen a couple years ago? Has it been something that's been the last three three years? Or when do you think that that confidence started to wane with Jared Goff and, this, and for Sean McVay and his staff? Well, look, I don't know those things, but here's what it really comes down to, in my opinion, Manucci, is, is to whom much is given, much is you know expected, right? And Jared Goff was the number one overall pick. Jared Goff played on a Super Bowl team. The the, the Rams have given away a lot of draft capital in, in, in trying to build a team 
around Jared Goff. And, I, and, and what this organization is really saying is, is, hey, we believe we're a Super Bowl contending team every year if we have a better quarterback. And they think that Jared Goff has been holding them back because of his athletic ability, his, his limitations with his athletic ability, his limitations with his arm strength, the, just the limitations that he has overall as a player. I think they felt that they could definitely, you know, do better than, than Jared Goff. But the, the other thing is, is you see this a lot of times when teams feel like they're a Super Bowl team and they go to the playoffs. You get a team like the Green Bay Packers last year drafting Jordan Love because they just felt like we're not getting over the hump with Aaron Rodgers anymore, right? And so I guess, I guess what I'm saying is when you get these huge contracts and you're drafted so high like this, the expectations – you know, are to me are really incredible. Guys like Jared Goff are still very good players. Guys like Matthew Stafford and people we never talk about, you know, Matt Ryan is still a very, very good player playing at a high level. They're just, some of these guys have played in organizations that are just, you know, horrendous. Let's not forget about the organization that Jared Goff was drafted into. I think not only that, when you when you stop and think about those quarterbacks that, that have moved on and and had that success, you could probably count on a handful, and especially one guy named Tom Brady, who's moved on to this Super Bowl this week. I'm just a little torn. I mean, I, I love Tom Brady, what he's done. He's one of the best ever, if not the best ever. Then you go and you look at Patrick Mahomes, and you just kind of go, how do you... How do you pick against Tom Brady with all he's done, winning the six Super Bowls? And then here's this this uh, high-flying Melinda Brothers offense that this Kansas City Chiefs team runs with Patrick Mahomes. Uh, uh, two different quarterbacks, uh, similar quarterbacks. How do you look at this game, and how do you look at both of them as far as playing this out, as far as making a choice one way or the other for you, Rudy? Well, I think it's going to be a great football game. And what the Chiefs are trying to do here is incredibly difficult. Winning back-to-back Super Bowls is super hard, going super deep into the playoffs, and then you know having your offseason cut short and having to come right back and do it again, or or in their case, the lack of an offseason is very difficult. But, look, uh, I agree with you. It's really difficult to bet against Tom Brady, but in this game I'm going to bet against Tom Brady because <laughs> right right, right now Andy Reid and Eric Bieniemy and Travis Kelsey and Tyree Kill and, and Patrick Mahomes and the entire situation that they have going on right now they, they've just, it's their time in my view, and they've just been able to, like I said a couple times on this show, just, just catch lightning in a bottle and just always seems like when they have the perfect play dialed up against the perfect coverage, they hit a touchdown. When they have a terrible play call against a, a blitz that's going to beat them, Patrick Mahomes bails them out. When they're in an impossible situation in third and forever, Travis Kelsey makes a huge play. I mean, it just always seems like everything goes their way. If the Kansas City Chiefs can find a way to, to, their, their offensive line is, is nicked up. They're hurt. So it, it, to me, that's the story of this game is can the offensive line for the Kansas City Chiefs hold up? And, and if they can, to me, you know, we're, we're seeing something special in Patrick Mahomes. All right, Rudy, with that all being said, we have what we call the Big Game Challenge. We've been doing it for 16 years. This year it's Mastro's, a $300 gift card, whoever can get the team and whoever gets the closest when it comes to the score, the total score. So we need who's going to win and total score. And in your case, since you're the quarterback, it's only expected you give us the exact score. Yeah, like, it's got to be. Ah. We expect nothing less, Man. Rudy. Yeah, I, I, uh, I, I, like I said, I, I picked, uh, I've been picking the same one um, every time this week, and I will continue to. I got the Chiefs winning 35-28. Yeah, got it. All right. That's still available right now? Yes, it is. Okay, good. All right. All right, we got it. All right. Good stuff. So, close game, Rudy, or a final drive kind of game, or you look at a blowout? 
No, I think this is going to be a, a, a really good football game. It's going to be a different type of Super Bowl. Um, you know, it's, it's going to be, it's going to be interesting. Um, you know, I, I think Patrick Mahomes, like I said, and, and Andy Reid and what they've been able to do is, is really been incredible. And I expect it to be a very, very, very close football game. I just, I just can't believe that like Tom Brady is still doing this. The guy's played like an entire season in playoffs of just playoff games. And he's looking to play till beyond forty-five, as he says uh, today, uh, Rudy. Yeah. He's going to be on forty-five. You know, I've got this handled. That's incredible. All the hits he it takes, really able to play that long, amazing. Yeah, I mean, why would he not? I mean, he's playing incredible. I mean, they're they're back in the Super Bowl. I mean, that, that to me, that's the one thing that hasn't been talked about enough, right? We talk about Bill Belichick being the goat and the Patriot way, and it's like finally Dan, Danny Amendola said it today or the other day. He's like, look, guys. The Patriot way is Tom Brady, and, and I mean, like, like, I mean, it's it's obvious. Look at where the Patriots are right now, and where Tom Brady is right now. And, and it wasn't like the, you know, Jason Light did a great job building this Bucks, you know, roster along with Bruce Arians. But look, even Jason Light's early couple years in Tampa, that wasn't a good football team. So Tom Brady came to Tampa. A bunch of players wanted to come with him, and they're back in the Super Bowl. It's amazing. It's amazing. It really is. Rudy, have a great week. Enjoy the game. Thanks so much for breaking it down for us. All right, guys, take care. It's Rudy Carpenter joining us here on Rock and Manooch with Crespin. Coming up, uh, it's our random fact of the day. Multiple facts. Most hated state. Many of you are from there. I'll tell you what that is next. It's Rock and Manooch with Crespin. Fox Sports 910. If the previous year left your bank account on injured reserve, keep listening to Fox Sports 910 to get back. 2020, man, that was a great year. Not. Yeah, it really sucks. It sucked, donkey. Good one. We just wanted to say that we'll see you soon for the game, which for legal reasons cannot be named. We'll see you on the big bowl. The gigantic bowl. Totally legal. Yeah, completely legal. <laughs> All right, good teaser. Yeah, forget yeah. about it. Wayne and Garth from Wayne's World are back. I saw that. <laughs> for a Uber Eats Super Bowl commercial. That was a, a tease, and you'll see it this Sunday during the big game. The big game. How about that? Uh, a random fact of the day. We got a few of them. Uh, <sighs> even Levi's is recognizing that after the pandemic, the future is sweatpants. That's right. That is right. You know the message you're sending out to the world with these sweatpants? You're telling the world, I give up. I can't compete in normal society. I'm miserable, so I might as well be comfortable. <laughs> they launched their first ever line of sweatpants last year, and now uh, they say that the pants sold so well, they are uh, planning an even bigger collection of them this year. I will be totally transparent. I, at 52... This that two months ago went out and bought sweatpants, like a couple pair, because I really didn't have any. There is nothing wrong with sweatpants, not There's at not, all. I'm just, no. I just don't want to be that guy. Yeah, I, well, you mean wearing them out in public, kind of kind of guy. Yeah, like yeah. I bought nice ones. You know, like you can wear yeah, yeah, dress stuff yeah. kind of with, uh -huh. with with new kicks. Yeah. You know, I'm wearing sweatpants right now as we speak. My new Nike ones. See, nice. I don't think I could get away with it during the day. Well, depends on what your day consists of. Well, well if you're in just, meetings I mean, all day and that type of thing, going yeah, like clients, seeing clients, right? But, There's nothing know. wrong with you going out just you know like on a, on a Saturday or just spending the day going about life. There's nothing wrong with that. Absolutely. I got a couple of Nike pair too. They're 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 comfy as can be. 
Forget you, Jerry Seinfeld. We all love something free, right? Well, here's a good free deal for you that you should know about. It's February, and Dunkin' Donuts is giving out a free medium hot coffee every Monday. Time to make the donuts. That's right. You don't even need to buy a donut. Every Monday. You just walk in and get a coffee? Yeah. Walk, you okay. got to be a rewards club card guy, oh. but that's easy. You know, you download that app, so why not? So you can get one today, you can get one on the 8th, you can get one on the 15th, you can get one on the 22nd minute. Uh, I've, got, I've got marketing them right now. As they say. I, don't, I can't and, remember you know, the last time I had a donut. It's been a long time. I Krispy love Krispy Kreme yesterday. They're delicious. I mean, I didn't have one, but I went to Krispy Kreme Oh, yesterday. sure you didn't. Yeah. I didn't, swear to God. Are you serious? I went to the drive to Krispy Kreme? No. No. Without a donut? Taking care of a birthday? No. Nope. Oh, man. It was hard. I'm like, yeah, I'll have two Krispy Kreme donuts. You have any idea how much a Krispy Kreme donut is? Nowadays, one. I'm going to say buck 10, buck 15. Buck 50? Buck 19. Really? Really? I, for one little oh, oh, donut. Man. Dollar. Okay, all right, you big, big buddy what, guy. What, what, right, you're giving me crap earlier about betting hundred dollars on a golfer. <laughs> what can you get for a dollar? You know, a Krispy Kreme donut, yeah, a dozen not, donuts. Not a bad now, thing. Right now, when you finish a bowl of Lucky Charms, all the color dyes from the marshmallows leave your milk like kind of like like a grayish like sludge color. Delicious. So they've That's improved. The best part. They've improved the new. Limited edition version of Lucky Charms is coming out on St. Patrick's Day this year. And when you eat, when you're done finishing, the milk will turn green. Is that right? That's the best part Talk of Talk about some cereals. useless information for you. <laughs> uh, what is the best? Hang on. Best cereal to drink that milk? Oh, uh, Cocoa Puffs. No. Yeah. I, I Cocoa Puffs? Say, Let's see what the correct answer uh, is. Captain Crunch? There's like uh-huh. ten of them for me. What is it though? What's I like the one? Golden Grams. No, nope. I like I like cinnamon toast crunch. There it is. That's, cinnamon toast crunch. It's okay. Oh, that's, that's okay. the best. That's good. If you like cinnamon, tastes you know? like horchata. I think Lucky Charms is pretty good. Makes me want to go home and have cereal tonight. Yeah, Here for dinner. Fruity Pebbles. Yeah. 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 Thanks, Manuch. Fruity Pebbles. Um, someone ranked the most hated states in America by looking at surveys on what people who live there think. And what people in other states think. The most hated state, Manooch, mm-hmm. Crespin, Alex, what do you think it was? Most hated state? Oh, my well, God. Well, the teaser coming into the segment said a lot of you live here. So, mm. uh, a lot of, there's a lot of people live here. Yeah, Ohio. so I'm I, was, say, I was thinking Ohio or I was thinking Illinois. I'm saying New York. Or New, New York. York. Not a lot of New Yorkers I know. No. Illinois. You're going to Illinois? Yeah, a lot of Chicago people move here. California. No, He's going to California. Too. Why don't you Pennsylvania play, play the, uh, the drop? The city of Chicago, having obtained the least number of votes, will not participate in the next round. Illinois? Yep, Illinois. That wow. was uh, back in... Uh, I mean, it really is just miserable. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that that goes back to the Summer Olympics of many years ago. If you remember, uh, this is like 11, 12 years ago. Chicago was trying to get a bid. to, uh, And they were the first eliminated. They got eliminated before all these other countries, other, other states. That was a terrible it idea. Went, it went to Rio instead. <laughs> Obama tried to get Chicago. They took one step in and said, nope. And yeah, they're like, oh, is left. this guy running the show here? <laughs> uh, so the most hated states were Illinois, New Jersey, New York, West Virginia, Cal, UMass, surprise. Uh, are you, I shouldn't say UMass. I mean, Massachusetts. You know, what do we call those guys? Um, the mass holes. The mass holes. Uh, Michigan, of course, has to be on the list. Mississippi, Connecticut, and Kentucky. Now, least hated states in America. Colorado. Yeah, who's? How can you be 
You can't be upset. You can't Utah, be fine. Montana, yeah. Idaho, Minnesota. They're great people. Uh, New Hampshire. I don't know anybody from there. Maine. Don't know anybody there. Washington. Uh, they just they sleep so far on the left. Wyoming <laughs> and Arizona. But they're nice people. I didn't say they weren't nice. They're, they're, they're depressing. Just, what are you talking about? Just, they just they whine a lot. Um, Kroger, which is fries. Mm-hmm. Kroger is testing out a. Uh, it's called the AI powered shopping carts. How cool is this? So what happens is it lets you scan stuff as you shop, and you pay without having to wait in line. It's the new smart carts, and it's it's called Caper. And so basically, how cool is that? You just cruise in, get all your food, it scans it automatically, and you're out the door. Man, that's incredible. I mean, just just bag, you know, bag it, pay it, you're gone. Done deal. So millions of Americans who. Uh, haven't murdered anyone, um, still can't get the uh, COVID vaccine. Meanwhile, O.J. Simpson got his shot last Friday. He's 73, so he's eligible Mm -hmm. in the home, his home state of Nevada, and they're giving it to people 65 or older there. And uh, here he is. uh, He sounds drunk, or maybe he's got fake teeth, or maybe he's wearing a mask. Well, as you may have heard by now, I got my uh, COVID shot this week. Uh, you know, I recently celebrated my 34th annual 39th birthday, so I qualified here in Nevada. So my daughter and I spent uh, about four hours uh, over a two-day period waiting on the telephone. She did most of it to get my reservation. I got my reservations, and then I went to my local Walgreens, waited in a very short line, and I got my shot. Now. I have one friend, a uh, golf buddy of mine, he got the Moderna shot. Uh, That's enough. Last I week. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he he tries that. so hard to be relevant and yes. that people give a you-know-what of what he says. I mean, how many times have we played some sound from him that he's given his opinion on something? Like, I'm surprised, or at some point this week, he'll give a Super Bowl pick. Oh, you sure. Know, yeah. and, and, it's what a narcissist does, right? Yeah, narcissistic it's ways. It's unbelievable. Who gives a, a flying blank what he thinks? Well, weren't, weren't they in the process of looking to make a reality sheer, show with him as well? Bravo probably stopped, stepped up on that. He had obviously had a mask on and seemed like he's a, a little allegedly inebriated when, with that, that whole thing. Listen to that. You know, sadly, because of COVID, 23% of people say they'll be watching the Super Bowl alone. 8% say they'll be attending a virtual party. How can you do that? And Those are so ridiculous. Five, and, and why would you do that? hosting or attending. Yeah. Why don't you just come out to Casino Arizona and join us? There you go. Yeah. Absolutely. If you're watching a screen that has people on it, you're not watching the screen that has people on it playing football. So why would you? What are you trying to do here with these virtual parties? You know, but we also I don't get realize, it. We also got to realize, guys, that we've had it so much better than a lot of other states. Oh yes. You know yeah. the right coast, left coast, both. I mean, California. They just started allowing people to uh, to wine to mm-hmm. dine outside, but there are certain counties in Los in the Los Angeles area that are now allowing people to go inside to watch the game on Super Bowl Sunday. And a lot of inactivity out and about. There's a lot of uh, individuals, camps, and tournaments that come over to Arizona to play because a lot of those youngsters don't have anywhere to go. You're going to have a couple more chances to give your pick for the big game and win yourself a $300 Masters gift card thanks to our friends at Legacy Sports Park. Coach Dave McGinnis is coming up along with Frank Sanders. It's all coming up in hour number three. I'm attorney Kevin Rowe. There are so many personal injury attorneys out there making so many claims. After you've been hurt in a wreck, it can be hard. You don't want to try to teach your game plan and uh, 
We'll ramp it up again next week, but we're getting everything taught. Uh, had a great practice today, and we'll, we'll go full speed Friday and Saturday, and uh, then come back and, and get a get a full week's work in. But again, all the obligations to the media and everything else, it's different next week. That's Coach Arians going into this past weekend. Got to install everything. Someone who knows what he's talking about, I don't. Minucci, you, you kind of do. Kind of sort of. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. But yeah. Coach Dave McGinnis joins us now, former Cardinals head coach and former Rams assistant head coach. He joins us now on the Right to the Guest Line. Coach, thank you as always for making some time for us. And uh, is is the hand of barn, so to speak, for both these teams at this point Monday? Well, not really. Well, not really, not yet, because, you know, it's a different, it's different this year because you don't have to go down there a week before. So basically, uh, for Kansas City, I mean, it's, it, you know, it's just like a road game because they're not going in until Saturday. So, I mean, they've got plenty of time to, to figure it out. And I'm sure they've done, you know, plenty, you know, the week before, but you don't have all the obligations this week starting today that you would have had normally, you know, on Radio Row and, everything else that you have to do down there during the week before the Super Bowl starts. And then, of course, Tampa's in a unique situation because, you know, they're at home. I mean, they're there. You know, it's never happened in the history of, of all the Super Bowls that we have had. And so it's a little bit different for both of them. But as far as the, just the major media crush that normally accompanies a Super Bowl, which, you know, let's be honest, I mean, really, I mean, adds a whole lot to it as far as the pageantry and the color of it. Uh, that's not there this year. Coach, I heard Jimmy Johnson talking about some of his strategies for these two weeks off before for Super Bowls, and he said it's imperative that you hold things back. You don't install everything in week one because you don't want guys getting complacent, guys getting bored, if you will, over the course of those two weeks. Is that something that you kind of have to keep in mind whenever you have a situation like this where, you know, even during bye weeks, I would guess, you know, where you're not installing too early and then you have basically a kind of a letdown? Well, yeah, I mean, Jimmy's right. I mean, he's 100% correct, and, you know, he would know, you know, really you know, better than than anybody because, yeah. you know, he he did it, and he did it, you know, he did it, uh, you know, very, very well. So, I mean, yes, I mean, that there's something to that. There's absolutely something to that, being able to compare it to a bye week as to, as to what you do, how much you just work on yourself and how much you go back to basics, and then how much you start jumping ahead to the next opponent. Because, I mean, there's a, there's a rhythm to it. There's a rhythm to it in the National Football League as far as, uh, you know, as far as game planning, as far as game presentation. And then, you know, I mean, the players are creatures of habit. There's a rhythm to, uh, as far as to how they absorb it, you know, and how they categorize it and how they lock it in. And so I think uh, what Jimmy's saying is, is, is there's a lot of truth to that. You know, and Mac, and talking to a lot of guys, I never had the fortune. I've been to a playoff game, but not a Super Bowl. A lot of guys I've talked to have been to Super Bowls. It was hard for them, to your point, to gear it down because they're ready to get off the bus Monday, two weeks prior to to play a game and just go make it happen. Um, from that particular standpoint, how do you how do you keep them up, but not too far up as far as getting them ready for this game? Well, I mean, it, look, I mean, you've got to. And here's the one thing. Here's the one thing, guys. Uh, both of these coaches, this coaching staff, if we want to talk about the present day, two teams that are in it, they've both been there before. Yes. They've both been there before, and they have players that have been there before. And so, you know, so that helps too. I mean, if you're a, if you're, if you're, if you're a head coach that has never been there before, but, mo- you know, most everybody, uh, that, that goes has somebody on their staff or has some significant players, you know, that have been there before because you don't get there without significant players and you don't get there without experienced coaches. And so to me, 
you know, you, you, you've just got to be able to pace yourself. I mean, you know, it's like, you know, my grandfather used to tell me, just keep your powder dry. You know, just <laughs> wait a little bit. You know, you'll, you'll be all right. There'll come a time when we'll fire this thing off. You know, and so that's what you have to do. You've got to understand that. And, you know, having experience in it really helps. And being surrounded by people that have experience in it really helps. Coach Dave McGinnis joining us here on Fox Sports 910. Coach, let's talk about the game itself. You've seen people try different things to slow down this Kansas City Chiefs offense. The Bills, I think, really tried to force them to run the football and keep the score down, and all they did was kind of go almost a West Coast-style offense, those extended handoffs with the short throws, and were able to break a bunch upfield. You're you're a defensive coach. How would you even go about attacking what Andy Reid is trying to do right now to even slow down this Chiefs offense? Well, I've seen the Titans do it here, you know, in, in the regular season, and they yeah. played them again, you know, in, in the playoffs. And, and your best chance, your best chance is to four-man rush them and cover with seven. Now, it doesn't just mean you have to straight up four-man rush them. You can give, you can, you you can bogey and disguise and give fake pressures, but still just bring four and then you know drop out, but cover with seven. Because I think Kansas City's got an Olympic track team. I mean, they do. Yes, <laughs> and they've got, they've got, they. And they really do. I mean, they may may as well have batons handed to them <laughs> because they can all they can all run run. And so, what you have to be able to do, I mean, it's hard to cover those guys. You know, if you're going to send somebody in on a true blitzes where you're bringing five or six and you're going to single people up, it just doesn't work because it, uh, you know Mahomes is is good enough at manipulating the pocket that that he can get away from some issues. Now. Going into this one, I mean, I would expect Todd Bowles is going to give him some four-man pressure from a lot of different types of looks, but he's got two guys on the edge that can bring pressure. And what people need to remember, too, both of Kansas City's starting offensive tackles are out of this ballgame. Yes. You know, and that's going to make that's going to that's going to make a difference. And so, you know, if if I were Todd Bowles, I would find some way to bring four and cover with seven. Whoever those four are, wherever you want to bring them from, however you want to bogey it and disguise it to make it look. But the more that you can cover with, and if you're covering with seven, then you've still got people that have eyes on the quarterback that aren't in coverage when you're covering with seven. And that's important, too, because no matter how disciplined you try to be in your rush against Mahomes, I mean, I've just watched the Titans play him here, then I've watched him you know, do other things, watching Tate getting ready to play him. He can manipulate that pocket, and he's scary. You know, he can, he can, he can jump around and move around. I mean, it's a lot like Russell Wilson. You know, it, it's a lot like what you do with Lamar Jackson. I mean, those guys, you can have a good rush on them. All right. And he can still get away and make some plays with his legs. And so that's what I would try to do. And Mac, on the other side, as far as Tom Brady, you, 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 you coached against him. I remember we had uh, my ex, my ex teammate Jim Haslin on us probably two or three years ago. And, in there playing Cincinnati when he was the defensive coordinator down there a few years ago. He says, look, I pulled some stuff out that I hadn't used in five years, and Tom recognized it immediately when I was trying to bring some different packages at him. What is the best way to defense a Tom Brady and a team he's, he's, he's running? Well, you got to you got to give him you got to you got to bogey and disguise your looks, and plus you got to make him hold it a little bit. I mean, the Titans have done a really good job against him since I've been here, especially since Mike Vrabel's been here. If you remember, they beat him, you know, beat him in the in the, in the regular season here, you know, a, a year ago, and then beat him in the postseason up there at their place. But what you have to be able to do, you just can't let him pull the trigger quick mm-hmm. because if he can, if, and and what Tom Brady does so well, it's a lot like. Peyton Manning and all the years I coached here at the Titans, you know, in the AFC South, and we would play Peyton Manning. If 
Peyton uh, and Tom Brady does the same thing. I mean, there's five eligible on, uh, you know, on any play in, in the National Football League. There's five eligible receivers. But what those guys do such a great job of is they eliminate the ones they're not throwing to real quick. I mean, th- th- that's eliminated and done. So what you have to be able to do is make him think, you know, he's got them open over here one way and be able to rotate it and work it the other way. Just try to make him hold it for another kick and try to get him off his spot a little bit. That's the most success that I've seen people have against him because he has got an answer. He's got an answer like all veteran quarterbacks do, especially if they have time to survey it. And if you give them time to survey it, they will crush you. And so that to me is, is you can't just line up and let him read your mail from the jump. You just can't do it. Coach Mack, every year we uh, team up with uh, you know an incredible restaurant. Today it's Mastro's uh, here in Phoenix, as you know, Mastro's. That's a great. That's a great place. And uh, we have teamed up with them. A three hundred dollar gift card. So all we need is the. Uh, it, we know you don't. You're not a gambler. So all we want is this, the team that's going to win and the total score. Team in the total Kansas score. City. Kansas City, 38-34. Oh, he gave us the score. <laughs> <laughs> Got you down, Coach. Got it down, Coach. Thanks for breaking it down, Coach. Have a great week. Thank you so much. See you, guys. That's Coach Mack. He's going with the Chiefs, 38-34. And he's in there running for the uh, Masters gift card, $300. You'll have a chance, too, when you hear the sounder at 602-260-9191. We want to thank Legacy Sports Park, which is coming to Mesa 2022, for putting that together for us. Frank Sanders is next. We'll get his take on the game. This is Fox Sports 910. This is what's trending on Fox Sports 910, Phoenix. Cardinals quarterback Kyler Murray is the Pro Bowl MVP after helping the NFC to a 32-12 win over the AFC in the Burton. Auburn! Sanders caught it! Touchdown Auburn! Touchdown Auburn! Frank Sanders joins Calling All Sports with Rock and Manooch, now on Fox Sports 910. Frank, it's Crespin, Manooch. Rock is uh, he's on his way back. You know, we're on this new... Uh, we're on this new this new uh, diet plan with uh, revitalized weight loss, and so we're putting back water a lot more than we normally would do. So, <laughs> you know, Rock will be back. He just had to had he had to run real quick. He had to go so, warm up. We're yeah. in a studio that's about thirty five <laughs> degrees too, Frank. So he's uh, he, taking a little jog down the hallway. So just you can imagine, just to stay warm and uh, take a little bathroom break on top of it. <laughs> that sounds good, man. I'm hoping that I get to be a part of that revitalized. <laughs> test you guys on as well myself i'm looking forward to that yeah it's not bad at all are, are you looking to lose a few pounds are you always kind of felt lean kind of a guy right i am but you never know man you can always drop a two or three man it never hurts to uh flush your system out man and allow yourself to uh hydrate consistently and uh if it helps your body make you feel better and uh, especially out here in the desert with this dry heat. Yeah. Well, if you would just let the car, short. but but Frank, if you just right. let the car, if you would just let the car girl go and not get that hot dog, you'd be all right. <laughs> uh, hot dog and a beer, please. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> with a bag of chips, right? A little bag of chips. <laughs> hey, doing, Frank? I feel like I haven't talked to you since like uh, November of last year. You're okay. Business is good. Everything's good. Business is good, man. No complaints. Uh, got a daughter. My number one just signed. Uh, she's going to ASU. Uh, you know, that's that's her college of choice. I went not go say I was disappointed only because of in state tuition, but oh, yeah. I'm absolutely happy that, you know, she's going to college. So that's that's pretty good. That's uh, that's the most exciting thing right now going on in my life. 
Too bad, Auburn. I know Auburn was probably uh, right up there on the top of the list, but uh, she'll have more fun at Arizona State, that's for sure. Me, <laughs> you, and Crespin, and Manus right now can go to ASU and have a lot more fun than we did in our college days. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think we had more fun at K-State than you did your college days at Auburn, right? Uh, K-State and where it sits next, or not too far from KU, I don't think, uh, I would have as much fun. No. I saw K-State. Doesn't K-State have more, doesn't it look like it's more like a, a military school with the bricks and the mortar and how it's kind of set up? Mm, not really. Now, Fort Riley is about a half hour away, so no, it's 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 kind of an ag school, business school. It's you, Frank, you fit right in. Yeah, no. high school. Frank, we, yeah, Frank, you and I would have no, no fun there. I mean, look at Manooch. <laughs> really? I know. Manooch I mean, is come as on. as they come, man. He is definitely <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Happy to hang out on a Friday night in my room studying plays. Like, okay, hey, I'm there. We, we say tequila and ginger. He wouldn't know what that is. <laughs> All right, so, Frank, we got okay, what's this. What's her name? Yeah. <laughs> Never in the dorm room, Frank. Never in the dorm room. <laughs> oh, my God. We better keep going. Yeah, so, move on, Frank. Yeah, let, me, let me bring it to football here. So, uh, Frank, so Scott, Tyree Kill, Scotty Miller going back and forth talking about uh, uh, Tyree Kill saying we could race at halftime if you want because Scotty Miller talking about how he's the fastest man in the NFL. So, question to you. Tyree Kill, Scotty Miller, and Frank Sanders in their prime line up to run the 40. Who wins? <laughs> Look, man, nobody's gonna beat the cheater right now. No way, no way. Hey, Scotty Miller's quick, man. You say that but, touchdown before the half in the NFC Championship Scott, game. Scotty Miller, he is fast, but man, if you look at it just on on paper and on the football field, it just there's football speed and there's track speed. Yes, and and Tyreek has both of them without a doubt. He is literally online racing guys consistently, and he'll put up any amount of money anytime against any guy that wants to race him, and I don't think Scotty I mean, he's been saying this for, like, last two years, and no, and a couple guys have taken that challenge. I mean, he gave he gave T.O. Terrell Owens a head start alone, and they raced on YouTube. You guys can go back and check that. Mm-hmm. I thought that was pretty interesting. T.O. actually beat him because he gave him a head start, but that goes to show how well T.O. is in shape. But when they did it close, they did a head-to-head, and they did a 40-yard dash. You can't beat the cheetah, man. And it, that's one of the things about having football speed and track speed. And I think he covers both ends very well. And you look at this offense. I know Sammy Watkins is, what, questionable, at least at this time. Uh, but, I mean, saying this this fast, you know, I know we talked last week about the, the Rams, you know, greatest Sean Turf as far as talent all the way around. But I don't know, Frank, in modern history, the last, I'm going to say, 10 years where we've seen this kind of speed on on an offense with with the running back, the receiver, through the slot, and even the tight end. Watkins, and the tight end, even the tight end, he runs a four four five from that standpoint. Yeah, now this this is a very fast team, and they they're in a system that exploits it very well. Uh, there are a lot of fast receivers in the NFL, a lot of fast guys. I mean, I'm not going to say um, that the Cardinals don't have some fast players on their teams. I mean, we look at look at the speed of Isabella. Isabella was one of the top speed guys as well out of the slot, and we look at Christian Kirk. And again, I'm just saying some. This is just two guys that we're saying homer-wise speaking, but the NFL does have fast receivers, but you sometimes don't get to see it at at the level that they're doing it. Right, Tyreek and this group of guys, and the way that this offense is being called, it's literally attacking defenses, and guys are able to get to their top end speed in routes and cuts. And again, they got a prolific quarterback making throws that are in stride on time and giving these guys the best opportunities to 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 maximize their speed. So we're seeing it, and it looks that fast. It looks that good because everyone is having the opportunity to attack a defense in a way that not, not many offenses are able to do that. They just don't, they don't have the ability to do it. 
Frank Sanders joining us here on Fox Sports 910. So, Frank, uh, we do it every year, the big game challenge. You predict the winning team and the score. And this year, just for you, a $300 gift card to Filibertos. We know how much you like to go there at night. <laughs> I am in and, on that. Uh, I am, too. Know, uh, no, <laughs> I'm, kidding. I'm kidding. It's Mastro's. Mastro's $300 gift card. Uh, and a swag bag from our friends over at Legacy Sports Park, which is coming to Mesa in 2022. So, with that being said, break this down for us and uh, tell us why you think uh, you know Kansas City or Tampa is going to win. You know what I said last week? I told the guys I was ready on right at the end of the show. Mm-hmm. Total 46 to 23. I was taking I was taking KC. Um, I want to back that down a little Whoa. bit. Whoa. I apologize, but I do. I know. I know. Mulligan? Get a mulligan here, <laughs> right? What I do. Get a mulligan? Well, yeah, I mean, he, t- he told me, Nooch and Chris, Chris said, hey, man, take it easy. Calm yeah. down. Calm yeah. down. Pump the brakes. <laughs> Absolutely, man. I'm like, what? So, I, you know, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to shoot it out there. I'm going to go 42-21, and I'm going to still <laughs> leave it at KC. I know it's the, you know, know it's the, 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 the Super Bowl, but not a, uh, not, a lot, not a lot of points get scored, but this team has seen each other before. And the adjustments that need to be made, I just don't necessarily see it. Um, unless Tampa comes out and become a running team to keep the Kansas City Chiefs off the field, then, but not more likely they want to score points. Bruce wants to prove his offense is a, as explosive as it comes. You hear already say we can do whatever, the, whatever the hell we want to do. Yeah. And I believe they're going to try to have a shooting match and it's just hard to outshoot. It's hard to outshoot my homies. The guy, I guess, they just can make it happen. Frank, um, you're probably going to have to go with your first choice because uh, Rudy Carpenter, the former quarterback, uh, you went with the same prediction as you. And I, I have one three hundred dollar gift card from Astros. I don't have two, so you got to wow. you got to kind of kind of you got to pivot. You got to pivot here. Yeah, total points kind of thing Man, here, Frank. Forty two twenty one. Okay, so this guy's going. He sounds a sure change. Okay, then I'll back it down a little bit more. Then I'll go thirty seven. Twenty-three, and if you win, you're gonna be like, man, I'm, I'm so glad you asked us to kind of pivot there and and go down to thirty-seven twenty-three. So, <laughs> well, I mean, I still like to stick to my original points, but I, I look, winning is winning at all costs, and thirty-seven to twenty-three is the most oddest numbers you'll ever have. And if they get that, <laughs> I deserve more. I need a Filiberto's gift card as well. <laughs> it's right around the corner from when you play their legacy, so it's just right there. You're able to stop in with that gift card. That's absolutely correct. I will definitely do that, but I'm gonna need some pepper AC and some raw tums as a uh, as an option as well. well. What is your go-to there, Frank? Just curious. I mean, what is your go-to if you're if you're into the quick service restaurant? What would be the quick service restaurant? The QSR? Where would you like to? Where do you like to go? Popeyes. Popeyes. Oh, I second that motion. Have you had the chicken sandwich? Oh, no, it is awesome. good. Lord, it is. Oh. it's so good. Everybody's trying to compare to it. You know? they, they are. That's what I'm talking about, brother. Just can't can't do it, brother. It's uh, you get a fresh one. It's, it is definitely a special chicken sandwich. But I mean, I've been a Popeyes guy from from a little kid on up. So, and nothing's changed about that. If we're gonna run in another spot, we can go to Waffle House. I'll jump on board with that any day of the week. Now, you guys call me on the morning. Let's go get us a Waffle House. I'm happy with that too, brother. <laughs> yeah, dude, you won't answer your phone. Come on. He barely gets you back. Crazy. We should call him out on that one. He barely Next texts week, you back. 630, Waffle House, be there. I'm buying. I'm on it. Let's go. <laughs> All right. Frank, we love you, man. Thank you, Frank. Good luck, week, buddy. buddy. Good luck, yes. Oh, man. That's Frank Sanders. You can follow him on Twitter at FrankSanders81, the former Cardinal receiver and still uh, an ambassador for the Arizona Cardinals organization. So we appreciate him jumping on every Monday. And uh, he's he's on the Chiefs. Seems like... Uh, 
Majority of our guests so far have have done that. If you'd like to jump in right now, 602-260-9191. We'll take a few callers right now that would like to predict the winning team and score, total score, uh, for the big game. And you, too, have a shot at that $300 Masters gift card, courtesy of the new Legacy Sports Park, which is coming to Mesa in 2022. Now you look at that, and so far, Fui's uh, predicting, what, 71 points, Rudy, 63-60. High-scoring, yeah, huh? Yeah, high-scoring game. And Frank said something there. He goes, you know, in the Super Bowl, usually it's not that high-scoring, and a lot of times that's correct because you've got you know those nerves and those jitters to get out. You've got a team that was there last year, and then you've got a quarterback on the other side that's been there ten times. Yes, those jitters aren't going to be there. There, this I think both. I think this game's going to settle in quicker than most Super Bowls that we've seen because that there's no none of that newness is there. Not for the coaches, not for a lot of the players that are on these two rosters. Well, a lot of the Bucks that maybe were there, but uh, there's a handful of guys that in in the important areas, especially quarterback and head coach, play callers. They've been there. They've done that. And, you know, to uh, you know, I, I answer a call question we had, I think, about two weeks ago. You love the low-scoring games. You love that. I have no problem with it. If it was a 14-12, 17-14 no, game, we'd have no problem with it at all. all. Because the suspense at the end of the game, who needs that game-winning drive? I love uh, the game-winning drive. I want a shootout, Whether man. It be a, I want 35-34. Well, everybody does. Go, yeah, Pure entertainment. But I, yes, I mean, we deserve it after this year. Yeah, but I think those are fun, but I have no problem with a low-scoring game at all because who can win at the very last minute or two minutes? That's what it's all about. You know who can win in the last... Both of them. Two minutes. Yes. They, 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 yeah. But you want to see at Both the very end. I mean, yeah, like, you wonder, okay, is like, Tom Brady's kind of going away, you know, or, or, is, he farewell. Hand, or, or is he handing off the... Uh, well, like when he when he had Gronk in that Rams game toward the end of the game, Gronk finally had a play, had a touchdown, and 13-3, game, set, match. Does Matthew Stafford make the Rams a Super Bowl contender? That's our It's Your Call question brought to you by State 48 Roofing. We'll have an update on that, plus our Learner in Row. One call, that's all as we continue on. From the iHeartRadio studios, this is Fox Sports 910. This is The Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker. You've labeled Matt Stafford 